This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Is that just not how we are all feeling right at the moment? If if there's a picture that sums up being a Leicester City fan, that is it. A life of a Leicester City fan. Good evening. Leicester till I die. I'm not going to ask how you are because I think the word of the uh, of the evening is gutted. 
We are Leicester Till I Die. We are live on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe. We'd be ever so, ever so grateful. Uh, we're on Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group. And if you're living in the Twitter sphere, we're on at Leicester TID. Go and give us a follow and a like and a subscribe and, and a lick our arse. Whatever you want to do, we don't mind. We'll, we'll take it all. This is Leicester Till I Die. Leicester Till I Die TV, home of the FA Cup winners. Let's start on a positive note. We are home of the FA Cup winners. And let me just go graphic here that I did earlier. And we've got to remember this. We've just qualified for the Europa League for the second season running. We have finished fifth. For the second season in a row. And it was a small matter that we won the FA Cup. That's not bad. That's not bad for little old Leicester, is it? I mean, you were up against Manchester City, who have got, let's be honest with you, every time they, they, they sit on the toilet, they poo money. We're up against Man United, we're up against Liverpool, we're up against Chelsea, who, love him or hate him, over the past 10 years at least, they're used to this. You know, they have a bad run like Liverpool had, and they come back. You know, we are still in the walking stage. We're not yet running. And in the great scheme of things, I'm not annoyed. I'm disappointed. Yes, I was cheering like everybody else when uh, when when we were ahead and Chelsea were losing. Villa did what they could for us. Um, VAR helped us out a little bit, but you know, it was what it was. It was we always seem to do this against Spurs, especially on the last day of the season. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, this might be a bit controversial. People might disagree with me here, but. We're in the Europa League. I would be worried. And don't get me wrong, if we were in the Champions League now, I'd be as happy as Larry. I'd be cheering. I'd be running around, waving my shorts in the air. But I would worry that everybody would be going like, well, we've got to win it because we were in the quarterfinals last time. You know, we had a good group. We had a good draw at the start. You know, we could end up with a young squad that we've got and a little bit... Um, a little bit naive at times, you know, still learning. We could get absolutely pasted if we get in the group of death. So maybe another season in the Europa League isn't the worst thing that can happen to us. We've also got to think that the FA are moving the game so that if you're in the Europa League, then you're not going to uh, be playing until, you know, the, the last few games of the weekend. So that's, you know, not the, 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 the hassle that it was before. So I don't think, it's awfully a bad thing that we're not in the Champions League, as much as we would all have loved it, of course. Like I say, and let's look back on the season and uh, let's think. Like I've just said, you know, there we were. Europa League, can you believe from where we were, we've qualified for the Europa League for two years in succession? We finished fifth for the second season in a row. And like I said, we've won the FA Cup. This is the best period that we've probably ever had in our history. Disappointing, but it's still the best season. Maybe I can cheer you up, though, 
Because later on, we're going to have a bit of a competition and you can win this package if you are in the UK. And you do have to be in the UK, I'm afraid. Uh, you can have a beach towel there with the old Leicester song, When You're Smiling. And, you know, let's still smile. It's not all bad news. Um, there, That's the courtesy of the football towels. You can find them at football towels on Twitter. Minding my own football business, the story of Leicester City in the 1990s when uh, we went from private to public ownership, written by our first chief executive, Barry Pierpoint, and he will sign it and put a message in for you. The FA Cup goal, now that's got to be a bit of a smile on your face, hasn't it? The FA Cup goal in um, full picture glory there with a description, and that is courtesy of Iconic Sporting... Sporting? Sporting? <laughs> I always trouble with that one. Iconic Sporting Moments, or at Iconic Sporting Moments on Twitter. And the same idea, but on the old T-shirt with a picture of Tillerman scoring. And that's courtesy of Art of Football. And all the links are in the... Um in, in the description below on, on the YouTube show. And the book there, What If, signed by Matthew Smith, is just a bit of a fun, a bit of a, a look on the other side of, you know, how things could have been different for Leicester had things taken a different um, different turning years and years and years ago. It's a good laugh. Please support them. If you want one of those, like I say, all the links for all those prizes, if you want to buy one, because they're all for sale as well, are in the description below. Um, we're going to bring Brad in in a minute. We're going to talk about the game. Let's just get a few comments here. Um, gutted, gutted. Well, I think that's I say that is the word of the day here. Uh, good evening, Stephen. That game was a microcosm of our season. Yes, it was. Um, Revenite FC, gutted for you lads. Wanted you guys to pip Chelsea. We nearly did. We nearly did. Bookline, good evening from America. Gutted and happy at the same time. Exactly. This is it. Disappointed where we are, but happy with what we've achieved. You see, Matthew, yeah, blowing it for the second season running, but... You know, you've got to remember, we are up against some really big teams that are doing this season in, season out, and have been for the uh, last um, uh, 10 years or so. We're new to this. We've got to take it time. We've got to, as we say, walk before we can run. Like, guys, look, he's been waiting patiently. Um, he's probably gone and, so, you know, had a bit of a drink of his old water, see if he could turn it into wine. We'll bring him in now. And I'm going to ask him one question as soon as he comes in. Good evening, oh. Brad. Oh. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Chris. I thought I went on for an answer. That was a, a very, well, match report. That's it. That's it, guys. That was the post-match. Chris has summed this up brilliantly in one game. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to get your own back here because I'm going to ask you one question. Yeah, we lost today. Yeah, we lost on Champions League. If you'd have said at the start, give us the FA Cup back and you can have three points now, would you have done it? No. Exactly, no. yeah. No. no, pure and simple. I'm taking that FA Cup. You know, that's probably you the shortest what? answer you've ever given in the whole season. <laughs> I, I think so, mate. I think it probably is. But, you know, at the end of the day, people can say, oh, we've blown it, or they can look at it a different way. It's progress. For the second season, I'll ask these fans that are saying, oh, they're blowing it, or then they, they can't do it at this level, they can't do Champions League, they keep doing it. Well, I'd rather be at game week 38 and know we've got a chance of doing it than be a certain Tottenham Arsenal who were out of it by game week 30. 
in all retrospects. I'd rather be in our position because there's more progression to me. Two seasons where it's gone down to the wire and mm. we've lost it in a different way. You know, we've lost it in a way where we put, you know, the effort on the pitch throughout the season was, was just quite not good enough. It was good enough to be the fifth best team in the English Premier League this season, not quite good enough for fourth. Whereas yeah. last season, the fall away was a suggestion that Leicester probably were lucky that they didn't completely fall. You know, that's a big mm-hmm. difference. Last season, it was God, they, you know, they're lucky in the end that we did enough early season to get Europa League. Otherwise, yeah. we could have been looking yeah. out of that. This season, we had what we were three, four games ago. We'd already secured fifth place finish. Yes. Yeah. I'm buzzing with that. Yeah, sure, yeah. it hurts a bit, but. We'll get over it. It's a lot easier to take. We'll just have it to win is. your and, open. And, and we didn't play bad today, I don't think. You know, I think at, at, at times and at the start, you know, we looked and whether it was a difference was having the crowd there, as they say. But, you know, we we, we looked up for, up for it. We did. That was to be expected. Um, and unfortunately, this season, even though it's improved, um, compared to last season, and you know, we've talked about it many times in the show that our record against the top lot is drastically better than it was last season. Yeah. Um, you know, in comparisons of performances and effort as well, um, they were better. And unfortunately, this one was the occasion that Leicester didn't get right. They didn't quite go about the business. It was a bit of a lacklustre in the way it petered out in the end. It was weird. Mm. For the first time this season, when Leicester went in front, I wasn't 100% confident. But that's because it was Tottenham, wasn't it? Because we, we you know, we've got that record against Tottenham. We spoke in the pre-match show, didn't we? You know, the 5-4 on the last game of the season, the, the 6-1 or what, 6-0, whatever it was. You could, you know, there was always that at the back. Well, there was always that at the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean... We, um, we as fans, rightfully, because that's our job as fans, we got carried away with the situation. Everybody knows my ridiculous score shout. Won't be doing that again. Never asked me for <laughs> that prediction. I got, I got one team to score for just the wrong way. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, you know. But I mean. I mean, Dave Dave kind of sums it up here. Dave Smith, good evening, Dave. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it feels weird to be disappointed by getting into Europe and winning the FA Cup. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but uh, you know, like 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 Brad said, you know, we were we'd secured fifth a couple of games ago, and I know that I think it's just football fans. You know, we 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 win one game one nil, we expect to win the next one two nil, then we expect the next win the next one four nil, and this season hasn't been like that. And you know, again, let me just have a look here. Um, Mark Chorner, good evening, Mark. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, great win in the FA Cup, yes, brilliant. But it's a big blow again financially to the point of attracting class players to the club. And the thing I would say to that is we've got to be careful who we attract to the club. We won the Premier League in a time when our owners had money and we, I hadn't been devastated by, by the COVID um, pandemic on their business. And we went out and we bought what we said were class players that basically we're a load of shit, most of them. We're attracting players now. We're in, we're, we're in Europe. 
we're in, we've won the FA Cup. We can parade that to people. We can say, look, we're in Europe, we're in Europe. but we can still get the likes of Fafana. Castagna came to us when we were on uh, sort of in the Europa League, not the Champions League. We will still attract class players, and I think we'll attract the right players because we won't be paying ridiculous prices for them, you know, like the Fafana for 30 million, a, a decent price. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you spot on people forget that we've got some world-class players mm. here already. Yeah. To play, you know, a lot, you know, you know that I've done a lot more um, of these, like, mixed predictions um, throughout the year. And there, there's been something oddly satisfying about watching some of them because they seem to contain the same three or four Leicester players in there, depending on the point of the season. Um you know, obviously some names have swapped around. Like some people were saying, well, we'd have Vardy up front in our mixed 11 against you and, and whatnot. And that's testament to the players that are out there. And if I'm a, a player at, at a club and I notice or I get wind that Leicester scouts are looking at me, I'm not saying seeing what the history is. I'm seeing what the here and now is. And I'm seeing a team that's, constantly in Europe, back-to-back Europa League, mm. just won, a, just won the, the major trophy of the FA Cup. Because I can tell you this now, the foreign players watch the FA Cup, so they yeah. know what the FA Cup is. We've yes. got recognition, and they will look at Leicester and go, I'm going to impress. I hope I've impressed, because I, I, I'd be willing to, 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 to come over to England and, and be managed by their manager and Mm. buy into the team cohesion because that's what we have in abundance and this is what I mean the season is an improvement the outcome was the same as last season we dropped out the last day of the season yeah I get it but it's such a drastic improvement on the whole basis there's two seasons of parallel you know we were bottling top four and the league cup when we was losing to Villa and and, and we couldn't get it together and either leg there you know, we was doing that way before last season. Mm. We haven't really done that this season. It's just by the skin of the teeth, Chelsea, and have done enough more than Leicester. That's literally all it is because they lost today as well. They wouldn't have been happy with that. Chelsea would have rather have not had to rely on Spurs today at all. It is. Um... Guys, I'm just looking at our group again, and you know, I I put this up at the start, so I'm not going to make any excuses for putting this back up again. Um, if you use a swear word in your post, in your reply to a post, in your thread, it will just get deleted. I don't care whether you're saying it's a joke or whatever, I don't know why you're saying it. Um, but you know, there's 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 no there's no need to swear. It's not big. It's not clever, and it makes you look like two year olds. Uh, Michael makes the point there, Brad. Um, the squad is not strong enough for the Champions League. You see that? That's my worry. But do you think? I mean, do you think we can still attract, like you said, players? You know, they've seen us win the FA Cup. You know, foreign players have suddenly said, oh, "My my dream to play in the FA Cup final." You know, um, we can still attract them, but I think we can attract the better ones that we're not paying over the odds for. Yeah, definitely. There's no reason to suggest that we can't attract certain players. Now, there are certain players that will always have an ego, a mentality, however you want to refer to it, 
they, mm. that they they won't look at a club like Leicester. That's their issue. That, yeah. That's up to them. If they if they're you know, if, and that's for them to decide on their progress. If they feel they're better and, and more a step ahead of where Leicester are in terms of European football, fine. That's fine. Go to a Liverpool. Go to a Man City. Go to a Manchester United, because that instantly tells me as a fan that if that was the way that transfer goes, that you know, you know, you didn't want it. You didn't. Mm. You wouldn't have been any. You know, you wouldn't have been any good for the Leicester cohesion, and that's a, that. That's probably stronger than than the talent you bring in. You know, yeah. you look at the bands of misfits that won us the Premier League title. To say that we couldn't hold this in the Champions League, yes, we'd get a harder group. Yes, it, it might be a second place finish, dependent on the group. Hell, it might even be a third place in and drop to Europa League, but. I'd still fancy our chances to beat anybody on our day with the squad we've got. That cohesion and that mentality and that growth only gets better with that squad. I'm telling you now, the way that squad's developed and the way that squad is nurtured and looked after. Mm. There was a few fans this season that didn't think we'd bounce back from last season. No, no, no. I mean, David S says here... um, and it's a, it's a fair point, but I just want to take 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 uh, issue with you, David. The die was cast with that COVID nineteen party. That was the point where things generally went downhill. Uh, lost to West Ham when we could have won. Southampton drew versus ten. Newcastle debacle. Did it not go wrong when we lost to Fulham after about two or three weeks? And West Ham at the same point. You know, we lost to West Ham twice. Was one any worse than the other one? You know, you could you you can blame these things. And yes, I you know you know my um, my thoughts on on the COVID nineteen party you know scandal. Uh, and I don't need to repeat those. I, I wasn't happy, but. I'm not saying that that didn't cost us the title because Liverpool could turn around and say if Liverpool hadn't lost um, uh, 7-2 to Aston Villa, they'd have been way ahead of us on goal difference and they they wouldn't have been coming down to today hoping to get in the league if Chelsea hadn't lost 5-2 to West Brom. It... You know, they, they wouldn't have been looking over the shoulder today and, and, and needing us not to win. They would have both been safe and we wouldn't have had anything to play for today. That's why it's a league season and that's why it goes over 38 games. You can't blame one game. You know, the fact that, we, yes, we missed out, was it a point or, or I will bring the table up later, but it's over the whole season and this is not a normal season. Teams have lost to teams that they would normally expect to crucify. Sorry, Jesus, don't let me take your name in vain. Um, but... It's not just us. Other teams have done it as well. And had Chelsea and had Spur, um, Liverpool had normal seasons, they would have both been clear of us today. I mean, to a point, yeah. I don't think they would have been. Their, their fans might have think that, but I think Leicester's performances over the season, it, you can't you can't make for if fans and buts and maybes. You've got to go on that. And you're very right, Chris. Over 38 games. Leicester, in the end, were a toenail, a air's breath mm. from doing it. Uh, you know that's that's a big difference. That that that's that's something that you look at and go, where everybody suffered this season, tested every team's mantra apart from maybe Man City. You know, instead of having they five had a bad start players. to the season, didn't they? Yeah. And they even had a bad start to it. And then, mm. you know, their 
they're probably the only club that could get away with a few injuries and, and not suffer too much in a dip in yes in, in quality if you if you like mm. um and between chelsea leicester manchester united you know them clubs finish where they deserve to finish over 38 games doesn't matter about the other competitions doesn't matter if you say oh well we played two more than chelsea all season doesn't matter clubs got to play you know risk equals reward yes before before the whistle was even blown for the kickoff of the FA Cup, there wasn't a single Leicester fan that wasn't happy with being fifth in the league, finishing, and the FA Cup. When it was presented to them, you know, that was the outcome. So, as much as it hurts, because it's always going to hurt, I hate football for it, because I wasn't bothered before that whistle went, and then as soon as it went, <laughs> I was suddenly bothered about us potentially maybe doing it, especially when, when it was went, going out. Especially when we went ahead, I was, you know, running up and down cheering and thinking, actually, we can do this. Yeah, but it wasn't to be at the end of the day. That's what it is. And then you know what? To ask you could ask me right now, Chris, Leicester finished fifth. Trophies or no trophies, I'm telling you now I'll take it. I'd take it again. Yes. yes. I th- I think you've got you've got to look and say, you know, if if we keep this up as we are, maybe in five five three, three, four, five years time, then you know, we've moved on to that next level. But where we are now is you know where you know I believe we're not punching above our weight, but you, you see you've got to be happy with where we are. Um, I mean, Mark says here um, it just seems it's the business end of the season. It slips, it does, but kind of slipped like I say with a couple of defeats mid-table. It just happens that that seems to be when it happens for us. Um, we've got no cover for wingers. You know, we have, we know yeah, we the haven't got the biggest still, squad. The squad's still being built. You know what I mean? Yes. This is what yeah. this is what the transfer window will be all about. Leicester, mm-hmm. Brendan has stated it many times, and this was not just because of COVID. It's not helped the situation, obviously, for any club. Um, but this is where Leicester have to really maybe pick up. You know, do what they've been doing. They don't, they can't strengthen three or four positions in one go. You know, not unless they're going to do what they somehow pull out three rabbits out of the hat and get them for like five million. I, you know, Leicester yeah. aren't going to go out there and fill the three, four positions we're all looking at. What Brendan Rodgers and, and he'll decide with his backroom staff is, right, where do we need to find tweak? Where's the urgency to find tweak? Is it a right winger? Is it a left winger? Is it cover? Is it another centre-back? Is it a striker? Yeah. And they'll make that decision and they'll go out and maybe get two players. You know, we don't know what the outs will be. They might they might get the funds from players that leave and get 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 two in. They might be able to push for two. But that's what Leicester are, and that's why I'm saying, trust me, trust me, if you're if you're new to this Leicester roller coaster and you may not have suffered the the, the relegation heartaches or even you, you know, you don't you you're not quite old enough to remember it or whatever. You know, this, let's cherish this. Because I would take another, you know, I would take a third season finishing fifth and making Europa League again and, and keep buying these players to improve it because eventually we'll break yeah. down that door when we're ready. Yes. I think Brendan summed it up very nicely. I don't know if you saw his interviews before um, 
the before the kickoff, and he was saying that yes, you know, it, it's happened. We are where we are, but I'd sooner be in this position two years running than mid-table tenth, eleventh, twelfth, four or five seasons yeah. running. Yeah, look, too, too true, Brendan. Yes, it's, it's exactly what, you know, he's just voicing the same words. I Ironically, I didn't see what Brendan said there, so I didn't steal that from him. He's copied that from my notes. That's, that's what he did. <laughs> just shows the two of you are on the same wavelength. But I'll just, I just yeah. wanted to say that to back up what you were saying. It is mm. very true. We we naturally want to do, you know, as soon as we won the Premier League, that's it. We thought we're here. We're one of the big six. We're going to go and, you know, be in the top, you know, four for the next, you know, for the rest of our, our lives. It doesn't work like that. You know, I'm sure Liverpool never thought they were going to go 30 odd years without winning a league title when, you know, when they were doing it all in the 70s and 80s. But that's football for you. And it is disappointing. But, you know, we're... <laughs> We're not as disappointed as Arsenal are tonight. No, there is a far lot of teams that are envious of what we are as a football club, and there's far more teams that are far more envious of how our season has ended. I actually had a few Spurs fans apologise, and I said, "Don't apologise," because that just maybe shows that there needs a little bit more added to this team before we're ready for that Champions League. But they were apologising because if the one time our team turns up, it's when we don't want them to, ironically. So just shows just shows what happens in football, doesn't it? It does. Um, let's look at the match. We started well. Um, yeah. Vardy knows how to, to win a penalty. Let's just say, let's just put it that way. But hey, you know, it, if, it's, if it's given, it's a penalty. But for Fana going off, didn't help, did it? But did you feel that the right? Yeah, it did. And you know, we've already Evans down, and we've like we'll come on to injuries after this. But it was was the right decision made to move Indeedy back and um, put bring Mendy on when we had Morgan on the bench. I I think it was, but people are saying it wasn't. <sighs> In hindsight, it looks a bad decision because we've gone on a ship full of goals, doesn't it? You know, people. Yeah. It's easy to come out in hindsight, but I remember, uh, you know, I, I actually told yourself, didn't I? Indeed, he started out and was trained as a youngster, as a centre-back. Yes. He's yeah. played centre-back for us this season. You know, short short memories maybe when everybody was praising his centre-back yeah. performance against Man City. Was it not yeah. that game we had to play at yeah. the back? yeah. You know, and, I can't and, really fault, you know, fault that today. Men, Mendy did nothing wrong when he came on, I don't think. And, Not you know, I, I was talking to a non-Leicester and Spurs fan and, you know, we were talking about the, the, the cup final. And so they said, you know, he said, they brought Wes Morgan on. He said, and my friend messaged me, he said, Wes Morgan's on, there'll be no goal in a minute. And yes, you know, and I think... No disrespect to Wes Morgan, great servant for the club, love him to bits, hope he stays in a training role, which I think he probably will do. But, you know, he's up against Kane, he's up against Son. <laughs> and I just think that would have been the wrong the wrong move, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, look, at the end of the day, if he'd have put Morgan on the same outcome, people would have been moaning that we shouldn't be putting a 37-year-old in such a big occasion. So, like yes. I said, it's sounds yeah. I trust, yes, I trust yeah. him whichever decision he made. I'd have felt comfortable yes. with either one. 
Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate. I, I mean, for me, in the weirdest sort of way, and I know at that point we we was one nil up at that point when Fofana came off. Yeah, weren't, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. At that moment, that was the first time I felt, oh no, oh no, yeah. because they weren't doing anything until that happened. And sometimes, sometimes when that security goes, and you know what Fofana's capable of, and as good as indeed he is, and like I said, he started as a centre back, so it's not alien to his career. Um, mm. there's always that doubt, isn't it? Whoever steps in there, if it's not your rel- reliable, you know, three musketeers, as, as you could say, of either Sionchu Evans or Fofana, even Amati, if he'd have stepped in, yeah. you know, you, you just wouldn't have, as confident as you'd feel about them having a good game and do it and playing well, you'd, you'd, you're always less confident when it's not your main starting that they're susceptible to concede a goal. And unfortunately, it played its part, but it would have played its part anyway. I think if Fafana stays on, I honestly think it's a different game, to be honest with you. I think it is. Um, I mean... Here we go then. Dave, Dave, Dave's got another point of view, and and he, you know, he's entitled to his point of view. Um, it, football is about opinions. And Marty would have been a better sh- shout, I think. Patchwork replacement. Agree, Morgan wouldn't have worked, but indeed, for Fafana and Mendy on spell potential disaster. But you know, you've yeah. just you've just Again, answered that before on. it came up, really, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, again, it's hindsight, isn't it? Because if we'd have won that game 2-1, no one would have cared who was at the back. No one would have cared if it was Schmeichel in the back three and no one noticed. Yeah, It is what it yeah. is. I mean, if you look at um, the way the game developed, I mean, we were literally, it was 2-all. Two 2-all two wouldn't have been good for us at all. We had to go and try and get the win. I mean, the fourth goal... I mean, you know, you bring in a player like Bale on, my God, you know what I mean? You, he still got it, but we were going, we were going for the win, and when you go for the win, that kind of thing happens, doesn't it? Because you know, if we're going to lose today, whether we lose, you know, one nil, three nil, three two, seven nil, whatever, we lose. But we've got to at least go and try and get the win, which probably did leave us exposed at the back. Yeah, unfortunately, when it, when when Tottenham made it to all, it knocked the stuffing out of us because, you know, we we it was weird that the, the, the half absolutely mimicked each other in a way because it was Leicester settled down the brighter, Leicester got going, Leicester got a penalty, Leicester took the lead, Leicester looked nervous, Leicester looked to see the lead through, Leicester let go of the lead. Leicester came out in the second half. Leicester got going. Leicester mm. got a penalty. Leicester got the lead. Leicester looked nervous. Leicester lost the lead. <laughs> Leicester fell behind. Leicester had nothing left. Leicester lost 4 2. But we keep these players together and not just, you know. <sighs> We may sell one, you know, we, we, it, that, that that might be us as a club. But when you look at sort of the potential this team has got, if we keep this team together and this game was to happen in another two seasons or so, you wouldn't get that nervousness, I don't think. No, you wouldn't. You, no. you really wouldn't. And like you said at the start of the show, 
and it's been and it was made abundantly clear and 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 this is probably why you see why they're always Bucky's favourites no matter how badly they're doing. Live whether we like it or not, like you said, Chris, we are last season we were trying to get up to walk in when we were crawling and we're falling all over the place at the end. Um this season we were walking and we're just trying to run. Chelsea, Liverpool, no matter how many changes in management, no matter how many changes in, in personnel personnel in, in regards to the player, that club mentality helps you attract players that are then used to that mentality of, of holding it and, and doing the job that's required. And like I said, in the end, unfortunately, we were just a point less consistent than Chelsea because they didn't do themselves any favours today. You know, like like a, like a you know to reiterate the fact that they they were they they were banged to rights, and unfortunately, we shot ourselves in the foot. We let the occasion get to us a little bit. Mm-hmm. It happens. Next season, I've, first I just want to add, you know, just on this point, the noise from the home you know, from the supporters that were allowed back into the day. Oh, it's like they picked it up from Wembley and doubled it. I didn't think it was possible with just a few extra thousand. I thought it sounded just as good as it were at Wembley. They were even better despite the results. So just imagine that next season, even in even in a limited capacity, is is better than hearing a sound effect box. And oh yes. That 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 was definitely you know that that could be the key because just and I'm sorry I'm dragging out a little rant here, Chris, on this, but those that are saying, oh, we lost it when well, we lost to Newcastle, lost it to Drew with Southampton, we didn't do that. But yeah, Right, you might say that's where we lost top four, but I'll tell you where we gained top five. Beating Man City, drawing Manchester United, beating Manchester United, beating Chelsea, beating Arsenal, you know, beating Spurs. Yes, we lost to them today and we lost to Arsenal and Chelsea, but them results curb combined with the other results around the rest of the team on the table, is a reason we're fifth and Arsenal and Spurs are kind of going, actually mm. kind of wanted to get top four just so we didn't look as bad on it, just the two of us. You know, they, We've had two big six clubs look up to us going, I hope they're not moaning about being fifth because they could be down here with us. Yeah. That's the way to look at it, isn't it? I did this this morning, if you remember, for the pre-match. So this was the pre-match, you know, and I said, whatever happens today, we've got European football. We've got that fifth place. We are FA Cup winners. We've had worse seasons. And this time, yeah. this time next season, Rodney, we'll be millionaires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? And, and, mm. and you're very right, Chris. And like we've both been saying throughout this show, then the day, that was the case. Before the Chelsea game, we were fifth place. We were FA Cup winners. And now, even before the FA Cup, it was Leicester guaranteed European football than fifth place. And maybe even the game before that, it was that's when it was guaranteed, I think, four games ago. So, again, yes, last day, it's always did. Psychologically, it's always going to hurt mentally a bit that we didn't quite do it, especially with how things played out at Aston Villa. But we go again next season. Yes, we do. Right, so we're going to look at the table, but first of all, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and you can learn how to win all those lovely prizes. Not you, Brad. You can't. I told you that earlier. 
Don't get, don't throw your toys out the bram, bram, lad. Bram, lad. You cannot win those prizes. But we'll be, uh, we'll be straight back after this. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. It is. So we are going to give you this Leicester City package, uh, all donated very kindly to Leicester Till I Die. So at Footy Towels on Twitter donated us the uh, blue when you're smiling towel. So if nothing else, you can look at that and you can sing along Um, because you can't use it on the beaches at the moment. Although, of course, I could because I'm at Bournemouth, but then I've got one anyway, so that's fine. That's at, <laughs> that's at Fussy Towels uh, on Twitter. Uh, www.mindingmyownfootballbusiness. You've seen us promote this throughout the season. Uh, it's a story of taking Leicester City from pub, uh, private to public ownership and how it was, again, one of our most successful periods in the club history in the 90s. And that's written by the first ever chief executive of, of Leicester City, Barry Pierpoint. And he's very kindly agreed to sign it. And he's very kindly uh, will put a message in there for you as well. And then, of course, you can forget the goal um, at, at Man United. And it's all nicely um, drawn out and scripted there for um, you, courtesy of at Iconic Sporting Moments on Twitter. And that same goal is put into picture form on the T-shirt there. Size is small to, for me, three extra large. And that's courtesy of at Art of Football on Twitter. And then this is a great read. I've read it myself. Not Well, not read that one because I've got my own. What if? It's just a funny look at what uh, might have happened to Leicester City had we gone uh, different ways at different points of our season. Like what would have happened if we'd signed Johan Cruyff all those years ago? Hmm. Do you remember? <laughs> okay, all you've got to do then to win those, and one person wins them all, although they will be sent out separately, is answer this question. And it is very much a sort of a, a this morning type of question. So if you don't get this, then you want shooting. <laughs> Which team did Leicester beat 5-2 at the start of the season? Which team did Leicester beat 5-2 at the start of the season? What you've got to do is go onto the website, www.lestertillidie.co.uk. Uh, no, it's not. It's, I don't even know my own website, lestertillidie.com. God, honestly, I need, I need a gin. Bear with me, Brad. Uh, com. Whichever page you go on to, there's a little button in the bottom right-hand corner that says contact. Click on that. Email us your answer and email us your address, please. So we want to know which team Leicester beat 5-2 at the start of the season. Uh, but you must be UK residents. I can't stress that enough. You must be UK residents, and one winner will be picked out. So nip over to the website at the end of the show. Say who we beat 5-2 at the start of the season, com. Click on the contact, email off to us the answer and your name and address, and you could be with the chance to win all those fantastic prizes that Brad wants to win, but Brad can't, and Brad is is a very jealous little boy. So <laughs> there's some great prizes in there. Certainly is. Right. Certainly there, is. There is. That's very good. And I must admit, I've got the old, uh, the old. I don't, you can see it there, the old uh, towel. And I got a couple of the others coming on to me. The joy of joy of running the the the, <laughs> the site. Right. This is the table, Brad. I mean, this is how close it ended up. You know, one point. One point there, 
and you know um but look who's below us you know you've got okay west ham were a surprise leeds were a surprise but you've got tottenham you've got arsenal and you've got everton who had so much money thrown at them this year that they should have been doing better than they were and i'm not sure about arsenal but tottenham and everton certainly and West Ham were all in the top four at some point this season, and yet we finished above them. Yeah, again, and sometimes what all you can really do in this, in, in a sense, is, is is take as much positives out of it as you can, and you've you have yeah. to go all the way back and take it. At the end of the day, like you said, there was three clubs that massively underperformed in their own right. Uh, we'll be looking up at the table tonight, going, "Wow!" After thirty-eight games, Leicester City finished ahead of us. And and yeah. and you know there, there's only four other teams that can say you know there's only four teams that can say they finish higher than us and like I said we just sit down we get a full preseason mm. some of them maybe have a a good European competition over the summer they come back maybe we blood a few youngsters up to from the academy maybe we go out and get another twenty five million pound signing that's worth eighty million next season because he hasn't won the season and. Who knows? We, we'll be we go again. Who knows what's next season? Can't come quick enough because paint's going to dry in this house quicker than it's going to feel like the season rolls on again. I'm already but excited for it, mate. Let's be honest. We have had four months without Harvey Barnes and without James Justin. We've had injuries. Yeah. And when we've had injuries, and I'm not saying we're the only club to have had injuries, but, you know... Jurgen Klopp was very quick to come out and blame his poor start to the season on the fact that he had, you know, poor old, win, you know, um, what's he called? Van Dyke was injured. It was only one player. You know, we had our whole defence out at one point. You know, Christian Fuchs played more games this season than he has for the past three. And, you know, when these players have come back, they haven't necessarily hit the ground running as you would hope they have done uh, or they hope they might do. But... Yeah, again, you know, you could look and say if Harvey Barnes had played all season, it might have been a different story. Yeah, might have been. We might not have had the resurgence and inspired form of Iniacho. We might not have had that had he not got injured. Maybe he would have. Maybe Brendan would have eventually done it anyway. Who knows? Like I said, I don't like your fans and butts because at the end of the day, they don't make coconuts. And, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. You're very right, though, mate. Are you, oh, are you hands, on, bots, and coconuts is the expression. I'm going to say, are you on a bet with somebody to be able to get the word coconuts into the uh, into the post match show tonight? Yeah, <laughs> if only, mate. It'd be the only way. It'd be the only way I'm winning something by the sound since can't enter the contest. It, I know the answer as well. It's Chesterfield. <laughs> hey, I'll, uh, I'll take that as an entry, but, um, yeah. even, even though I shouldn't. It is, um, yeah, I mean, the, the fans were it, the fans were back then, and you know, Alan Bennett every week does our um man of the match and our rates the team and the manager's performance. And bless him, you know, you, you could never get a signal in the King Power. Well, I, I never could, uh, so he was he was he didn't get a chance to do it before we went live. And of course, they were doing the the the, the trophy, and uh, I think uh. Wes Morgan and Christian Fuchs are having a little trot around the pitch. So the guys, in fairness, were saying for that. But it's come through now. And um, so I haven't got the graphic, but just to read it out, it gave the team six and Brendan six, and he picked his man of the match as Tillemans. 
Would you agree with that? Yeah, again, it's one of them. It's probably marked with a bit of deflation. I, I think if that performance still... I think you have to, don't you? Because at the end of the day, they did lose 4-2. Um, yeah. they, they, they did lose their nerves. Maybe the occasion was a bit too much for them players, which is a steep learning curve. It was almost good too good to be true, wasn't it? When Villa were 2-0 up, Chelsea had a goal ruled out, we were 2-1 up. It was almost too good to be true. So I think a six is fair. It's one of them that if that performance had scraped us through and we won 2-1, we'd be giving them a seven, maybe an eight, wouldn't we? So yeah. you take it as it is. You can't really go sevens and eights, I think, when you lose a game like no, that. No. So, yeah, six is a fair. And I can't argue with man of match either. No, I mean, on the BBC website, they've uh, yeah, you can go on and vote a good for choice you. as well because there wasn't. In fairness, there wasn't too many names that shone. In fact, Davison no. Sanchez was fighting Vardy for for Leicester's man of match at some point. Yeah, I mean Vardy actually on the BBC website where you, you can go on and you can give them your, your scores. They're going, you froze, mate. Did I freeze? Sorry, I say on the BBC website. Um, they, they have that facility where you can go on and yeah. you can vote for your man of the match by giving them points. And uh, Vardy's on top, and I guess that is because he, he scored the two penalties. You know that that's that's why he got. And and fair enough, he's probably in with the shout. Uh, I'm not sure how Madison got equal third though, but um, <laughs> Fafano actually got more points than Soyuncu, Castagna, or Brighton and Thomas and Schmeichel. <laughs> I think that's Leicester's natural, Leicester fans' natural feelings with Fofana because he was gutted. I mean, uh, uh, the, he was in tears. Apparently, when he happened, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you, you know, I had issues with the stream, so I was listening to it on um, yeah. LCFC, and I, I mean, to be honest, with you, it was probably better for my, my 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 own art to take the game the way it went at certain points to be listening to it, and not watching it. But mm. um, yeah, I heard he went off in tears, and and that that's another indication. You you don't join a club within and, and within your first season, come off in a game, and you know because to the club and the fans it meant a lot. But sometimes when you're bringing a play, it doesn't mean as much mm. to them, and they don't show their um, you know emotions. And it's a twenty year old kid, and he's absolutely heartbroken that he's had to come off because he wanted to play that ninety minutes. And if that's the sort of caliber and attitude we've brought into this club, you know. What we've got to do now as yeah. Leicester fans, the biggest task we're going to have from now until the window shuts is block out all the B- BS reports that are going to happen and just just, just, just look at the moments and know that that's the attitude we're bringing into this club. Wesley Fofana gutted for him in bits. Yeah. It just shows what this club means to players. You know, they're, they're, they're about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... I've, I've got my, my, my mind went blank oh, then. No, 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 no. Uh, the, the screen didn't freeze. I froze then because I was about to say something and it, uh, and it left my mind. Brookline, we'll move on to your point because I was hovering over ready to bring this up anyway. Um, thoughts on the Harry Kane handball? Now, in fairness to Brad, he, as they say, he, he, his stream was struggling. And I think there was quite a few. Stra- I was actually on the Sky stream and that was kept freezing as well. So I think it was the fact that there's so many people watching. But to me, um, I don't know whether it was deliberate or not, but, you know, it was handball. The problem we've got is the fact that it didn't go straight from there to the goal. It went to another run of play 
which was then crossed in for him to score the goal. And the problem is that's the same argument that was used with uh, Perez with his handball against Chelsea in the cup final. They said it didn't appear right. in the same uh, uh, you know, run of play. So we can't... And I'm not, I'm not saying you are here, Brookline, by any stretch of the imagination, but unfortunately... I can't moan about that when we got the run of the green with the same argument in the FA Cup final, if that makes sense. You know, um, it, it it wasn't given. We 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 got the VAR decision with the with the penalty, so it kind of uh, it kind of um, it evens itself out over the season, as I say, doesn't Balances it? Balances itself out as well. Yes. Yeah, it yes. does. It definitely does. Yes, yeah. You know, like I said, it's one of them. If that doesn't go in, maybe they scored the 93rd minute and it's even crueler that we don't get something from the game. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You know, I know that, that, that completely tilted the edge, but that if that doesn't get overturned, you probably think Spurs come at us. But these things happen and that's why I don't like yeah. thinking about what ifs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, David, you say there, maybe best today's perspective is everything. If we'd won our last 10 to 12 games and still fell short, I would have felt much better than losing top four this way, even though the result is the same. I mean, the thing with with the football uh, season is the fact that, and it's an old saying, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and you play 38 games, You'll win, you know. I mean, apart from the Arsenal that one season, you'll win some, you'll lose some, and you'll, you know, you'll you'll draw some as well. And that yeah. that's football for you, you know. And uh, you know, had we, you know, not lost to Fulham in the way we did right at the start, you know, it's you know, there's a lot of games that we look out there and we think, God, we played really awful. And had we not in those games, who knows? But as I always say, um, it is a young team. We are building this team. And, you know, if we can keep the majority, we may lose an odd one here or an odd one there. We certainly don't have to sell because we're not a selling club anymore. And I think, you know, Harry Maguire and Ben Chilwell is the warning that goes out to other clubs that if you want one of our players, you've got to pay for them. You know, you're not just going to get them cheap. But if another club gives us 80 million for somebody like Harry Maguire that we paid 19 for, we're going to snap, you know, of course we'll take it. Mm-hmm. And Man United would take it if PSG or Real Madrid came to them for, for one of their players. Um, so, you know, I think I just, I just, I'm excited by where this team can go. Where this team is now is exciting, but <laughs> the possibilities for it. It's, it is frightening, isn't it, Brad? Are you getting me, Brad? Okay, you, you cut out right there at the end, mate. Of, I heard right. possibilities and that was about it. I just said the possibilities for this squad, where this squad is now, is amazing. Yeah, but yeah, the possibilities I am now. God, this is in annoying. The future. This is here is atrocious. I need a little woman sat in the corner doing that, don't I, for you, you know. Brad, well, i tell you what we'll do, because we're coming yeah, up to the yeah, end anyway. Yeah, definitely what, what Leicester should be thinking about on a positive. Yeah, you yeah. do. 
He's, you're coming back and then going and coming back and then going. I think you'll say you'll agree with me on that one. <laughs> no, it's completely gone, mate. I'm, I'm losing you for signal. I don't know what's going on. The connection's been really dodgy all of a sudden. Um, it's a bit laggy, so... Brad, what I'll do is, I don't know if you're picking me up, I'll take you out. Thanks very much for everything. Yeah, this yeah, season. I do, mate. I agree. It's about yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah, very, very... Go far under the way it's held. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like a it's like a two Ronnie sketch from years ago where the, the answer was to the question before no the, the question that you just asked. Brad, I'm gonna take you out, mate. All the best. Take care. Thanks for everything this season, and I'll speak to you after. Take care, bud. Stay safe. It 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 wasn't happening for Brad there at the end, was it? Uh, and I know that I know the feeling. I've been there myself. Uh, Brookline, let's just have a look at a few last comments here. Uh, Perez was in a defensive phase and he did not handle the ball. Kane was direct handling in the box in an attacking phase, but VAR Brookline said it wasn't the same phase of play. It was a different phase of play today, and it was a different phase of play when. Um, Perez touched the ball. And, uh, so if that hadn't counted, we would have still lost 3-2. So it's, you know, six bananas versus, you know, six apples. It, you've still got six, whatever happens. Uh, bad news here for Farnas torn his hamstring. Uh, I think that's probably him out of the Euros for France or or the under, whatever they're, they're playing tournament-wise. Um I suppose the only good thing is it's happened now and uh, he's got all the uh, the off-season to try and get better. Um, David Hertzvich, good evening, David. Thanks for joining us. Yuri appears to play his last game for us. Uh, emotional and doing what Kane was doing with the Spurs fans this week. We'll see. We'll see. If he goes, he goes. Um, it's not the end of the world. I'll be sorry to see him go, but... We didn't, we didn't crumble when Maguire left. We didn't crumble when uh, Shilwell left. We won't crumble when, uh, if, if Tillemans goes. I'm not convinced he will, but, you know, I'm, <laughs> I've been wrong on more occasions than I've been right. If he goes, he goes. We'll get lots of money for him, believe me, because we don't need to sell, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll invest that back in the club. That's one thing with this club. You know, if we do sell somebody, we do get that money back to invest. Um, that's it for the season, guys. I want to say thank you. I'm going to be back after this, and I've just got a couple of things to tell you, and um, then we can say goodbye and enjoy our Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Don't forget, guys, if you want to win all these prizes and you must be UK-based um, to win these prizes, then um, you've got to enter the competition. The Beach Pal donated by at football, uh, Footy Towels, at Footy Towels, the book www.mindingmyownfootballbusiness, um, the Yuri Tillerman's descriptive picture of his goal there is courtesy of at Iconic Sporting Moments, and the T-shirt is courtesy of at Art of Football, and what if the alternative history there from Matthew McCann. All the links to all those prize donation companies are in the description below. Please support them as they have very kindly supported us. What you need to do is tell us, or tell me, who did City beat 5-2 at the start of the season? 
don't tell me in here because it won't be an entry. It won't count. You've got to go to the website, lessertillidie.com, and in the bottom of any of the pages you're on, there's a little button that says contact. Click on there. Email us your answer and email us your address. Everything will be set separately, but uh, you, you will get all those, and the draw will be made and the winner announced on Tuesday in our, our next show. Um, so... Um, <laughs> Thanks very much, Bookline. Have a great vacation. Uh, I don't know if I'm... Uh, <laughs> we'll be here during the year. We will be here. And I'm going to come on to that at the moment because, yeah, all the normal shows are finished. Uh, message me on Facebook, on YouTube, whatever. You can see us um, or contact us on Twitter as well, at Lester TID. Let us know what you'd like to see on shows um, because we are going to be doing some shows during the summer. Uh, the first one will be on Tuesday at 7. So Tuesday at 7, we'll be looking back at the season, taking a month-by-month -month look back at the season that Leicester City have just had. Um, so join us for that. And then we're going to have a look back at the player reviews. And we're going to be rating uh, how each Leicester City player did this season between 1 and 5. And that will be later on in the week. But the Tuesday is the first one, which is the review of the year. Um, but what I want to say at this stage is thank you, guys. Um, thank you for being with us this whole season. We're a new channel. I mean, Lester Till I Die has been around a long time. We've been around about uh, 12 years now. But as a YouTube channel, we started out at the start of this season. That was our first one. Um, and I want to thank everybody that has helped me this season because uh, I do do a lot of this myself. but. I do need helpers, otherwise I'd probably be calling up the walls. I did this to help with my anxiety and depression <laughs> to a Leicester City video show. That's like that's like asking for trouble, isn't it? My thanks go out to um, Mel, Miss Molina, Craig, Brad, who you've seen earlier in the show today, Josh, Scott, Peter, all help us out on LT uh, IDTV. Brad, he jumps on at the last minute and helps us out. Amazing. Thank you to all you guys. Thanks to Lachlan and Brian for their blogs and match reports on the websites. And uh, Mark Chorner for keeping me up to date with all the LCFC news. Without the aforementioned, I could not bring you Lester till I die. They put up with my moods and, <laughs> and help me more than they'll probably ever know. But my biggest thanks goes to you guys who watch, follow and comment. Without you, it wouldn't be worth doing because we'd just be talking to a screen. So from me to you, I just want to say thank you very, very much. And, uh, yeah, we will be back. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. On Tuesday, thanks very much. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now.
Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.